Uh, good morning, <clears throat> Barbie again. The author is back at it. Um, uh, without further ado, the author is ready to read. Uh, here we go. This is a, a reading from my work called My Mother Cells, uh, C-E-L-L-S. This is Tess Free, the author and writer. Um, the name of this is My Democratic Socialist Mother. A little bit different than the other chapter on the labor union work. Back in the corner there, there are some children hiding. Muffled voices, thick with cigarette smoke and alcohol phlegm hack. Strange people make decisions. First, when we were in bed, there was lots of chatter. Silence. More chatter. Sometimes loud shuffling on worn out linoleum floor when they get excited and roared with laughter. Boots and sand. Working men's boots who walked in filthy shops and in filthy streets. Excuse me. Especially during the wet times of winter, snow, ice, rain, and oh, sideways sleet. Forget saying muddy spring, just forget that. Someone was always in the bathroom cleaning up. The runaway to France through Canada in her black silk slip, looking all Parisian herself, was Mickey, barefoot barefoot with pale skin and red toenails, beautiful, sad, dramatic, violent, and cried. Thankfully, she left because a family of Indians had to be housed because they were headed back to their tribes out west. They didn't look like Indians to me. The boys fought violently, or was that them just spinning tops of human flesh there on the floor? Always, with many others, more or less coming and going, it was hard to get attention, so grabbing food from this gang of five Indians, Mickey from France, plus all of us four, all living, relying on my mom as a worker. Talk about no food. I fought that competition hard, to be left to scramble with the animals, admitting that every single person in that room was my enemy, and I'd have to beat each one of them or go hungry. That, That kept me from getting to know them, and pretty soon they all had no faces. They were just all beige ovals where their face should be. Babysitters and teeny boppers reached the cupboards we could not. It was not a fair game. I found out much later that my older sister was taking care of my little brother. Thank God I never saw him, and I don't have many memories of him, only that he was always a dreamer and all up in his head. Either he was deaf or just dumb. He was skinny as hell, and my mom didn't feed us. And in this crossroads, our miniature 
one-bedroom apartment was a note-passing, information-gathering watering hole. There was no table. No one should have lived there. It was like knowing not to sleep too close to the campfire. Slowly, when you're good and asleep, it will become hot and you might catch on fire. No, no, there was no peace there. It was all danger and no release. Socialist mom meant sharing food, housing, and other resources with any wanderlust, the great responsibilities to sponsor, support, and flaunt business of any more than Asian students from different countries around the world getting them citizenship. She sponsored an entire family out of Vietnam after the boat people sought refuge. For 24 years, all their children all six children attended college and paid her for safety in her house. Important people loved her. She guided them in every way to church, to community, and to God. She got up in the morning to send the student off to school with a breakfast and on occasion ran to the corner to hold the bus for the slumbering, stumbling, late, sleepy-eyed student. She wanted to marry one immigrant but we all spoke against it. We never, as children, as her children, knew the extent of the connections with these families that they had with our mother. Those, though she held them all up to us as, as models of who we were supposed to be, they, that there's great people, and they are great people. I'm not putting them down at all. I love those people. And that they made so much money out that we all should be like them in every way so we could never keep up with authentic love um, as Americans as children as anything we just don't have it uh, like the Asians have for their elders there's just no understanding it is sometimes we we tried hard to understand and wrestle with this but capitalism has really destroyed our family lineages, so I don't know what to say about that. I did not spite the love they had for her. I encouraged her made-up love affairs that she had on with people in church. I egged her on. She laughed, so what? She was funny. Who knew she had motives to draw you in to make you convert to her religion? Nice, and then she gets you to love her, and then wham, she would cast about every failure and weakness she said you had what would happen if we did not obey and on and on for 50 years. Honestly, I have hours and hours of tape recordings that are the same word for word for word 30 years. Fantasy of how it will be when we are all together in her magic place of wind and cold and lots of other beautiful things. When I spoke to her, it was always what her dream was, never a mention of, of ours, never until she wheedled in some way, until she got me to slip a piece of information just to get her to spin out of control in another direction and off me. What a whirlwind like a windmill on a mountaintop. She demanded total silence. Weaving her web was was the democratic thinking, manipulation of body and soul, law-abiding, altruistic giver of anything to anyone else. 
never a dream but her own and my place in her had to movie she was a snot she gave away hundreds of dollars to any nonprofit anywhere anytime any place she received over one foot of junk mail of advertisement every single day in the mail she faithfully opened each piece sorted it recycled it put money in and prepared for it for mailing in 2016 she reported twenty thousand dollars in income and gave away $8,000 to various nonprofits. These are not large donations, but $1 bills. Brand spanking knew that she had trouble separating with her humped overweight at the t- with the TV blaring. She can't believe so much need and how come she can't help more. So get this, she gave out $1 bills to 8,000 nonprofits. She believes it's personal mail. She really she reads it, and they st- <laughs> and they st- and they steal away her little bits. While I, for one, could sure use a dollar bill once in a while. Last time I begged her she <laughs> for money, and she gave me five dollars. At a hundred and four. Hell, even at 90, she did not understand that the cell phone was on my body. Then alongside this kind of giving to public ripoff groups, she bought school clothes for all her grandchildren and sent good boots and snow boots to keep my kids from freezing their asses off. So that's the way she was. She bought you things. Big inequality in the family meant discovering credit cards in the 1990s and she bought everything for everybody adults got the same thing two pairs of underpants two pairs of socks exactly like the others if i put mine down i couldn't lose it to someone else there was no mine there was no individual we used to get a lot of people living in that little bitty house we all suffered in one room while the bedroom upstairs was reserved for the boy she liked men She bought for my boyfriends and married them before I did. She filled my hope chest with him, and they both saw me run away to live in a tent outside. (laughs) She never gave us any privacy to have our own lives. Rather, she took over ours. This, dear girls, is a penis in repose, she announced. To the only time my high school friends came by to see me holding up a wild drawing of a penis, of a deflated penis. My friends were out practicing driving on their permits, and in an unexpected right-hand turn, they ended up at my house. She saw our friends as audience for her floor show not and not knowing what to expect most of the public experiences ended in distance growing larger and larger she used to give us give me red hot poker face shame socialist civics mom had a quality down pat upside outside up and down yes and no all leveled to her Catholic authoritarian, judgmental, prosecutional, and relentless shaming of whoever it was. Stop beating that man just because he's an Indian. 
Who's to say, disarming the cops immediately, the murderer had just killed his wife, with my Irish mom yelling about race here as a distraction to the violent killing man. A man was not wrong. She liked to say she took milk from from me to give to my brother, so that is why she has a hump back. She lies about this. She got bent over to be that humpback because she put the weight on of societal oppression on her back by trying to keep a capitalist economy built on racism alive. She buoyed it up every time she played her games to win at all costs. Yes, a true domineering, writhing woman, someone who would piss off the Pope. Democratic Socialist mom would treat everyone to the same treatment of her love. Love you like crazy, entice you with money and things, and then once she had you, lower the boom, breaking your heart and your spirit again and again. Off to church you must go, be converted, or disowned, disherited, dismantled, shoved away with guilt. Shamed and hated brought the absolute worst parts out of me. I still feel my heart pounding in my chest for most of my life. We all fought back eventually. It was horrible, wishing her death would come. I'm so surprised looking back that I never once thought of killing her myself. I always just thought she would die of a heart attack, face over, ass up, in the rose bushes. (laughs) Yes, she loved you mad. Everyone driven out, one by one, with the same brutal beating. All my family, all heretics, all unworthy of her grace, but she would never give up. And even on her deathbed, her dying words were a list of everyone's failure and everyone's wrongdoing. Banished for this or that, for having a black son, for not getting married by a priest, for not getting children baptized, and for not greatest of all, coming to church with her every Sunday and wiping our noses on her sleeve. Who is she? I have to say, a kind of Catholic woman who doesn't and never did read the Bible and calls herself Jewish. This is beyond me. Catholics don't read the Bible and could physically never practice the Torah or the Talmud. I don't get the rejection of us children, but the desecration is really beyond rejection. She was out to get us. I became afraid to be in the room with her alone. She was at her worst, fighting the devil in in you and becoming the devil right there before her eyes. My brother feared charges of abuse by touching her at all. She talked to tape recorders in later years, hating it as I answered one in every five phone calls. She said the same things over and over and left messages with the same detail for years on tapes and they still play in my head, driving wedges between all the family members with gossip, innuendo, made up half stories that still burn my ears off. Obscene, grotesque, undignified, and low. As a Democrat, practicing good social ethics, she was a lively supporter of every single Democratic candidate. 
at all, even if the candidate was a pedophile. A true leader in her community, she wanted fairness for all, justice for all, until the rise of the anti-war movement, where young men were getting drafted to a front-line war and coming home dead. When I stood up against the war on nonviolence, thou shalt not kill, she stood up supporting the bombing campaigns, killing women and children. She couldn't get the war and threw my belongings outside when I got arrested with the Barrigans and Sister McAllister and the Catholic protest against the draft and murder of young men my own age. They had all thrown pig blood onto the youth draft records and defended themselves against killing war in a trial court. My mom was on that side. She could not leave nationalism behind that floated her to a wage-earning job, and I couldn't take a wage-earning job that result in making bombs. The 1960s divide. Mom's democratic socialism was her long view that she shared all food, all financial resources with whoever was around, because that is what she learned in the war and depression. She used money as a weapon, did not plan for did not plan, and for her, there was never a tomorrow. She was miserly to her daughters. She didn't like them. She lived in her Truman Show Matrix painting and simply did not come out. No breaking her glass painting she lived in. She was content and happy. I was happy, too, for her that she found herself in true path. I was happy for her, only she wouldn't let us go. She still would not let us go. She did not like you if you disagreed with her on any small point, and then you had to agree on every point. She had to be right, relenting to the end. It killed us to watch her deny our sister's cancer. No, you don't have cancer. You just love to complain. You don't have cancer. Over and over. Mom, I'm dying of cancer. Mom never could accept it. She denied sickness, she denied health, care, and false charges to ruin the names of her grandchildren forever. Deep crimes with scarring deep wounds and many consequences. Mine, do as I say, become what I wish, or go away, die, or be disowned. I am the final word, the way, the best, the, mo- the most, the mine, the right. Follow me to the kingdom of God. I don't know what to say about this kind of staunch personality, only that I was not willing to sacrifice my own to hers.